Yo, it's your boy, buddy. You. I'm Draymond Green. Hey, y'all, this is John Cloud John. This is Clay Thompson of the Golden State Warriors. And you are logged in. Logged on. You're logged on to the 10th year seniors. The 10th year seniors.com. 10th year seniors.com. You're logged in with 10 year seniors. Hey, dog. That nigga six rings. Jordan dead. That's the energy you be on right Jordan dead. Jordan dead. I don't hear it. Welcome to the 10th year seniors. You only make six finals. Dead. Six finals. This is long range two pointers. This is the official home of your world champion, Los Angeles Lakers. More like the wash dance. I gotta say, first of all, okay, like how long have how long have we been Lakers? Like a year and a half. A solid this year. Feels amazing. A solid and year. I can't believe, believe. I cannot believe. That's what they used to feel like all the time. Shit. I can't believe these niggas had this for like 50 and 20 years. This Unreal. This is missing out on. Unreal. This has, been an ama- this has been an amazing year and a half of basketball being a Laker. I love it. it. It's fantastic. I remember at the beginning of the season, LeBron signed. Um, we did a preview podcast, and both of our stance was, well, the Lakers can win because LeBron have AD. That seems pretty simple. Yeah. Like, the Clippers could have this super team, but so what? So, so what? Like, I, I just... Didn't care the entire time. And 538 would say, like, oh, I don't know if the Lakers could do it uh, or play well in the bubble. But they have LeBron and Anthony Davis. They have the best center you know, and the best power you know forward what, in the league. What are you going to do with that? A lot of that energy was people needed to see someone challenge it. Like, for LeBron's whole career, it's been who is the adversary going to be. And you wanted to see you wanted yeah. to see someone come up knock them off that perch because nobody of course wants him to be anywhere in a jordan conversation right and so the most hurtful thing for them would be for him to have a team that's unquestionably the best team in the league and that's why everybody was shitting bricks when it was a thought that Kawhi would go to la once that didn't Mm -hmm. happen and you had Kawhi go to the clippers then everybody was able to brag and boast about how the clippers are going to do this how how you think Kawhi feel right now honestly how any how do anybody that jumped on the Clippers bandwagon feel right now? How does Pat Bear feel right now walking around in Vegas like he was the man walking up to Braun and, and Kuz and AD like he was about the to The little something. shoulder bump. Like there was people, like there was somebody. There wasn't even Jimmy and now, Butler. And now, he, and now he posting these emotional memes like a nigga that just got dumped and don't know what to do next. Like him and Offset in the same boat. Uh, no, Offset get his wife back. I don't know if you heard the developments last night. Cardi had a party and she was twerking on Offset. Offset back. Offset back in the game. He he bought wow, that was quick. He bought a car for his wife who doesn't know how to drive and he was back. It's amazing. And who it's has like the fo- it's like the fourth car he's bought her. She still don't know how to drive. It's a great job, Offset. She has so many. She has so many cars. Wait, so off. Wait, so Offset came back from a three-one lead, much like LeBron did with the Cavs. Yeah. Third yeah. of the four. You pretty much. I ain't glad. She probably still got divorced him. But still, it was a good night for him. It was just that it was yeah. her birthday and she didn't want to spend it alone. That was pretty much it. But yeah, she's still got divorced him. But this championship. <laughs> this championship. It okay. had to be a 10th year senior so, podcast because we got derailed that fast. This is four for LeBron. This I don't four out of ten trips to the NBA finals. Ten trips to the NBA finals is some um, Bill Russell Celtics type shit when they had 
um, he was going up against white centers who were six foot one and dunking on them and blocking all. And their more shots. importantly, it was like and it was like twelve. It was like twelve teams. Like 12, that's the most 12 important teams, thing yeah. about that. So I I don't want to hear it. Like as soon as he got four, it was like goat worthy, and you sensed the desperation in the anti LeBron fans as this was happening because the Heat were putting up a fight. Jimmy Butler was putting up a real fight, and they were hanging on to that for dear life every single time. And then, like, you saw that LeBron was locked in. He was locked in, like, unlike other Lakers on the team. And they kind of, like, for game six, everyone caught up to LeBron. But it took them, I think, failing in different circumstances. Like, AD had to have that 15-point game. Danny Green had to miss that shot. But Rondo had to play atrocious on offense for a couple games. But defensively, this was the best I've seen the Lakers. Yeah, so it was absolutely the perfect storm of events to happen. And after the first two games, everybody was talking about how this was going to be a horrible series. This is something that we've covered already. But then, like you just mentioned, the Heat got back into it. But Game 6 turned out to be what we saw in in those first two games. But I want to get to some of the things that shifted I, the narrative in Game 6. Can I just say on the horrible series thing? No one give a shit. Remember no, when, the, when the Spurs, that. when the Spurs beat the Cavs, uh, no one give a shit. That still is in Tim Duncan and the Spurs total. When the Lakers had two awful finals against the New Jersey Nets, did anyone give a shit? Or do people no. say Kobe has five rings, Shaq has no. four rings? No one cares. No one cares. Like that, that's not what we do yet. Get out of here. In do fact, you know if how... you're a Laker fan, you know what you wanted. You wanted relaxation. Do you know how horrible that Pistons Lakers series was? That the Pistons won at five. It was dreadful, but yeah. nobody cares. Awful. The Bulls' first championship no against the Lakers in 1991 went five games. Nobody cares. Actually, the only way people even remember how those series went is when they revisited it with the last dance, and they yada yada over a whole lot of them. But nobody cares how you get there. History remembers that you if got it. If Sam Perkins missed that shot at the top of the key, that was a sweep. Get out of here. <laughs> anyway. Um, Nobody cares. But so we get here. Let's, let's, no. go, let's go straight into game six. So we get here mm-hmm. in game six. There's nervous energy. I think you were the first one to post in the group that Caruso's going to get the start. And automatically, yeah. everyone's on edge. Because when you, make, when you make a change, I think you either view it based on how confident you are in the decision-making process. You view that as this is desperation or this is a genius coach making a decision at the last minute. How do so you see that? Two things, two things about that, right? I think Frank Vogel realized that um, the battle for the coolest white man on the planet was on the line. Like regardless yeah. of LeBron's championship, this was Tyler Hero versus um, Caruso. And Caruso, the GOAT, had to step in in this moment to be like, when black people are bestowing a knight and the coolest white person on the planet, it is going to be me. It's not going to be you. So that's one. Yeah. And secondly, I think Frank Vogel recognized that the Lakers' death lineup is 80 at the 5. In every single series. He knew. He knew. In every it's, single it's series, the only he way would they try. The he knew. He would like, okay, JaVale McGee is going to start. Dwight Howard's going to start. But then when it got serious or when like the Rockets would win one game or Portland would win one game, or the Nuggets would win a game. Frank Vogel would be like, you know what? All right. Fuck this yeah. shit. All right. This is done. So Frank Vogel believed he didn't have to do that at the start of game um, five. And they, the Lakers put, like, they defied the basketball guards trying to call their shot with the Black Mama jerseys. And the Heat punched them in the mouth. 
and Frank yeah. Vogel realized, in order for me to knock this team off, I can't let anyone get off, get in rhythm. And as soon as AD was at the five, you know what that did? AD could guard Bam. And Bam, Bam was going to be in the paint. And with Bam in the paint, that cuts down every single drive, every switch that uh, a Heat player would get in the lane. Now he is back there because Bam's not a three-point shooter like uh, Kelly Olenek, but then Bam is a much better defensive player. And yeah. as soon as that happened, does, and you realize Frank Vogel was not going to play Dwight Howard or JaVale McGee even a little bit. That AD, I know you don't want to play not center, not but up now you play, in, you play in center the whole game. Yeah. Fuck this shit. Like, this, the message is being sent that this is our death lineup. And that was it. It was like, I know a lot of times basketball uh, players would say, like, this is a make or miss league, or, you know, basketball is a game of runs. But at the end of the day, it came down to one adjustment that everyone kind of saw coming, and that you knocked the heat off early. You didn't allow Jimmy or Duncan or Tyler to get a rhythm. And then all of a sudden, you're up 10. And then it started to steamroll, and you saw the Laker reserves kind of get confidence. And we're on to 2021. I don't know what else I to mean, say, man. I mean, honestly, a lot of this was, and it's going to be overshadowed because the casual basketball fan look, looks at points. I mean, they were they were blowing them out. So that's the storyline is going to be the Lakers played so well offensively, but defensively to limit that Heat team to 34 points in an entire half of an elimination game in the finals. That's ridiculous defense right there. And all season long, people have been talking about how good this team could be defensively. And that was what that was the first thing Frank Vogel said once he got to the mic. Because once they played that well on them defensively, the Heat were completely out of the game. And I'm not going to lie. I couldn't even blame Miami at this point because they looked spent. And that was the first time I saw them look like that. And you completely understand why. Because they were going... Their lineup was 7-7 seven, seven deep, and they gave everything to win those last few games. Jimmy Butler, the popular meme with Jimmy Butler hanging over the end uh, of the scorer's table, that was real. Like, Jimmy Butler gave everything he had. We talked about how he got up from the podium after the Game 5 interview, and I looked at that automatically, and I was like, I have no idea what Jimmy Butler's going to have for Game 6. Bam had no legs early in that game because everything no. was short on the front of the rim. I think the last time I was as tired as Jimmy Butler looked was remember that time when we used MacFit and Jimmy to get like those new squat things and said that yes. he was going to give us like that workout. That was the last time I had any kind of physical activity that even came close to what Jimmy Butler did. And then I didn't go to the gym for four days. And the fact that Jimmy, Jimmy Butler had to play an NBA finals game and be the best player. And he did that insane. twice. He did that twice. He did it twice. The crazy shit about it is, like, as great as Jimmy Butler was, and you, we can't do anything to take away from Jimmy Butler and how well the Heat played, but imagine that is LeBron James for a season. That has been Hold LeBron on. James I, I, for I do have to say seasons. that. So, so Frank Vogel did two things. He, did, he put 80 at the five, and then that was the adjustment. And then tip off, LeBron's on Jimmy Butler, whole game. Yeah. We ain't even faking. Yeah, Th but, this is it. We ain't going to seven. That was, that was the second adjustment. I kind of glossed over that one. My bad, my bad. No, that's that's a big one, even from even from a psychological standpoint. And I, it was Charo that said, what what more should I expect LeBron to do? When I said that at the end of Game 5, I said, but just from a straight-up psychological perspective, just throw LeBron on Jimmy right away so he doesn't get started with that. Because in all of those games no. when Jimmy was going off, he started hot early. 
how people start yes. games is very important. And the minute now, you step you on their know necks quickly, my... put a stop to that. Now, you know my take. Christmas Day, we were all by John watching the game. Lakers playing the Clippers. I said, I need to see LeBron score on Kawhi. I don't care what yeah. the fuck else happened. LeBron have to guard Kawhi and LeBron have to score on Kawhi or else the season's over. But Christmas Day, unless you do that and send a message to the other team, that's it. Like the psychological part about um, basketball, sometimes I think kind of gets brushed under the rugs with the analytics um, part of it. But why JR shirt off already? <laughs> but but oh. when you come to... When you come to this uh, part of the game, it's the analytics kind of gets like pushed out the window, and it's something that the Rockets, I feel like, don't ever truly understand. J- By and, the way, like, JR th- shirt was it off. So, mm-hmm. JR shirt was off for the last thirty seconds of that game. Like while the game was being played, his shirt was off. Just to let you know, like as people look, were commentating, look at the Lakers spraying Isaiah Thomas champagne. Jeff Van Gundy said, I, I love how Isaiah found a way to implant himself into the finals for the last two Also, two why didn't now. you retweet that? Why are you put it in the group? I couldn't even find that tweet. Could you retweet it, please, on the account? Oh, my, my bad. I wasn't, I wasn't, like, just, yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't on there at the time, like, retweeting and stuff. I was, I was focused and locked in. But, okay, so yeah. it becomes the kind of game that, as a fan, you prefer. Because as much as the casual observer loves to see the close finish, the casual observer loves what happened in game five. The actual fans do not like that. This is the game that the actual fans love. Like when the last time Anthony Davis provided me with great sports happiness, April 2nd, 2012, when Kentucky beat Kansas for the national championship, right? Kansas was never in that game. And that was one of the greatest experiences that I had. This was kind of like that. Like, the Heat were never in the game, and this was so much more fun to watch. Lebedard would always talk about, like, how great it was. Remember when the Heat won in 2012 using Twisted Lime? The, um, the no, that was two, Mike Miller. Yeah, that was 2012. That was the, the, yeah. against the Thunder. And then when we came back, when the Heat won in 2013 against the Spurs, like, you thought, like, the blueprint was on the line. Everything was about to end, and LeBron and the Heat somehow pulled that off, which is why we are conflicted with the Heat even being in this finals right now. But So you take that and how nervous you were and about to see it end and the amount of relief and happiness that you have in that moment versus when a team wins in a blowout. All I know is if the Dolphins ever win the Super Bowl, I do not want a close game. I, I want to win by 40. Game. I want to win by 40 points and then tell Fuck everyone that how awful they stuff. are as people. I, do not, yeah. I don't want any of that last play stuff. No. I want it to be I, a I want dominance. Rest. I want it to be the most boring game to the casual observer. I want people that are not uh, interested in football to turn it off. You know, you know when you want a, a close finals? When you already have like two or three. When you're the Patriot fan. Then you'd be like, you know what? We could put them up 23. Then we could go. I'm not going to lie. Not, e- not even then. The only time you want a close <laughs> game is when you can look back in retrospect and you won. Because the Patriots, the page, uh, for, uh, even though Seattle won another championship. Oh, right, right. Because the Eagle that... one still haunts them. That was close. <laughs> no, but, but you don't think it still haunts the Seahawks that Russell Wilson threw that pick? You don't think... Every day. Of course. So even though you may Marshawn have Marshawn Lynch, who tweeted at LeBron, um, oh, shit. called me what African. What he said? Because you know LeBron called him. What, what do you think he said? Uh, Marshawn Lynch said, run through run a motherfucker face. Run through a motherfucker face. face. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what he said. That's what he said. Yeah, that's what I was He's like, I don't, want, I don't understand what you're doing. Why you passed to Danny Green? Like, what the fuck? Get the fuck out of here. Like, stop acting like this finals is about these other players when you know that this is about you and AD. 
I think that's really what Marshawn Lynch said. And I want to just pivot quickly to the mm-hmm. LeBron thing. Like, LeBron went in four finals with three different teams, four finals MVPs. I, th- I called it, I wrote down that he Talk has surpassed the bird line. Like, Bird won three championships, and that's, this is a level above that. Like, three championships, three finals MVP. And I think the Bird line is, like, Larry Bird, Steph Curry, Akeem Olajuwon, Pippen, Isaiah Thomas. Like, two to three JaVale championships. McGee, who also has as much championships as Larry Bird now. Right. Once you surpass that line, you are in a different echelon. You are in yeah. Shaq, Kobe, Magic, Kareem, um, Bill Russell, and that nigga from Chicago. <laughs> And I think like that's that's the yeah that's the conversation that all you are in, but okay, all with one team, but three same core. Okay, like, I mean, if, all right, I, mean, I guess, I guess if y'all if y'all first, like, that's cool. First of all, Anybody, don't let your career be dictated by ownership. I mean, who owns what? Like, don't anyway. Yeah, who who really has the run. power? Great, you can hit jump shots yeah. and you could dunk. How powerful is that? Niggas ran you out of town. Okay, great. That's that's y'all go. But anyway. Okay, you couldn't cannot, be me though. You couldn't be me. I know who. I know LeBron is saying it all the time. You know LeBron said it when he watched the last dance. Ain't gonna be me. Couldn't be me. You think I could let Jerry Krause fight over himself like cause me to retire? Get the I fuck run out of these here. owners. The championships follow me. That's what happens, and that is the difference with Bron right now. We cannot talk about Game Six without talking about the performance from Playoff Rondo. There were games during. As you're wearing this Kentucky shirt with oh, cornrows cool, in your hair. That's By a coincidence. Cornrows in his hair. That's a coincidence. I um I did this in solidarity to KCP. This was this was to help KCP. Okay, I saw what KCP was doing. And Hold on, take, part, take take off your hat completely. Take the hat off completely. And as a part of it, wow, as a part of his, as I am not copying <laughs> Kaiser. Looks good. As a part. <laughs> As a part of KCP's MVP campaign, I said, you know what? My dog is in another world right now. He's in another space. I am going to go. This yeah. was totally a luck thing because if the Lakers were losing at halftime, I was taking him out. But since yeah. the game became what it was, now I might have to do this anytime there's a big game. Like, I, I set a dangerous precedent doing this. But to go back to what I was saying, right? We always were looking for that next person who was going to come along with LeBron and AD because they could be playing well. But then we would look at the in this series, we would look at the heat box score or in any of the other series, you would look at what the supporting cast was doing. That was evident in game five because nobody came along with LeBron and AD. Rondo shot the lights out and Rondo made it clear that he was going to be that dude for a long point in this game before LeBron took him over Rondo was leading the team in scoring and he he was aggressive and he was shooting lights out he was that guy eight for nine at one point he was that guy and And you know go ahead to win playoff series it takes like these kinds of um games from your role players like, you need one game where a role player just goes off. And, of course, the Lakers had KC3, who is, like, consistent and is a part of the big three, obviously. Um, but then you need a, a role players to come in. You needed a game from Kuzma or from Caruso or from Morris. And Rondo was going to be that guy because it wasn't going to be any of the bigs like Dwight or JaVale. It was going to be Rondo. And as he was bricking three-pointers in games three and games four and game five, I was just like, Rondo, what are you doing? And part of the adjustment Rondo had made to improve his three-point shooting was not jumping as much. 
not jumping as high, not doing like that Russell Westbrook thinking that I'm in my 20s, I need to actually jump and shoot at the peak of my shot. He's like, no, nah, I'm doing a Jason Kidd, old man, just barely getting off the ground and shooting a three because they leaving me open, so let's just take it. And a big part of his adjustment was too, and I, I noticed this midway about midway through game five, he became much more aggressive driving the ball to the rim. And even though he didn't finish, he didn't finish a few of those, it was very early in this game, he was going at Jimmy Butler. Like, there was no hesitation once he put the ball on the floor because he didn't start shooting his threes until after that. There was about two or three possessions where he just took it to Jimmy Butler and he had some tough finishes. And it reminded you of that Celtics Rondo, like the guy that put up 44 on, on 10 yeah. against the Heat, even though they lost, Boy, that, even though they lost that game. Boy, that kind of Rondo, who used to go head-to-head with MVP Derrick yeah. Rose and play him evenly or sometimes even outplay him. Like, that was flashes of this guy. And then it just it just had me nostalgic thinking about longevity because him and LeBron are like the only holdovers from those wars back then. Like and they are still mm-hmm. doing it, and now they're winning together. Like that—that that was a—that's that, a huge. Paul Pierce have to talk about this. this. Yeah, Paul Pierce <laughs> have to talk about this, and it's great. I love the fact that Ray he, Allen and Rondo went to LeBron to win without the rest of the Celtics. Like that's without great. them, like you—you you take your one championship. We will have our multiple championships and our one, one with multiple LeBron. experiences. Yeah, one with LeBron. Like I feel like. Hold on. Oh, he almost had it with Perk, too. He almost had Perk winning the championship. He did almost But it couldn't have it be there. But Perk I, I also want to talk about how LeBron is first in so many playoff categories. And this is, the o- this is only, I think, the second time. Well, is it like the second or third time that LeBron, out of the 10 times he's made the finals, that he has been the favorite? So the Lakers were the favorite now, even though a lot of people still picked against the We Believe Lakers. And then, um, well, this at is no an point when he was time. with, at no point when he was with the Cavs, uh, was he a favorite? And then no. in Miami, I think for the uh, for the Thunder one, series, one time. no, for the Thunder and for the Maver- uh, the Maverick series, he was the favorite. No, the Thunder, the Thunder were the favorites because the Thunder, the Thunder I were think the favorites. The Thund- okay, but yeah. the Mavericks, the Heat were the, the favorite. Mavericks. In- yeah, that was the only one. Yeah. So the so the Mavericks and now they were the favorites going into the finals. Two out of ten times. But but yet everyone but yet everyone still expected LeBron to win. And I love that nigga from Chicago was the favorite every single time. That's all I say. All the time. He's the favorite every single time. Yeah. I love the fact that late in life LeBron is like his his legacy is well, it's not set because he's still building upon it, but you can tell that he feels like there's not really much left to prove. He doesn't have to be careful or tiptoe around what he says because now he's saying it with his chest. Like, he goes up there at the yeah. press conference and says, I want my damn respect to win. All I could say was, talk to these niggas. Talk to them. They God. thought the Lakers are going to be the fourth or fifth seed in the Western talk Conference. To them. 538 said the Lakers were not going to make it out of the second LeBron round walked around before the saying, bubble started. He walked around holding the trophy saying, what are they going to say now? And, I mean, I wanted to respond, you know, they, are, they will always find something to say about you. Like, I don't care what happens. Like, don't ever think they can run out of material. They can find something. It's just how much you choose to care about it or not. Just These know the day, LeBron, re- the day LeBron retires, Skip Bayless is also going to retire. No, he's going like, to get fired. He's going to be like, what's... He's going to be like, what's the point? What's the point of get, this? What's the point of he, existence? He's going to get fired. And I... At some point, I would love for LeBron to call all of that out, to call out all of these people who are just riding his coattails to keep a job. 
just talking about him. But what are they gonna? What are they gonna say now? They ain't got shit to say now. Can, can I just say that after watching Game Five, that I knew I think like for me the crescendo that would fall on the Lakers and LeBron James if they would actually blow the series, and I saw that path coming. I was like, no way, that cannot happen. We will never hear the end of it. And okay, I gotta be like completely transparent and honest here. I remember when the Heat blew. Um, no, when the Heat beat the Mavericks in in 06. And then I remember when the Mavericks beat the Heat in 11. And the, the person I was with was rooting against LeBron and the, and the Heat at that point. And I just said, fuck this shit. In my head, I was like, fuck yeah. this shit. Nah. I can't deal with this. And I could not deal with LeBron James losing in this moment. And then hearing the, like, Jason Whitlocks and the, what's the fuck's her name? Um... Laura Ingrams of the world just being so happy and delighted that LeBron lost and Ben Shapiro to just do a full hour on LeBron losing and what does that mean for woke culture and activism and as BLM. If one has I anything to do as, as if one has anything to do it, with the other in the way you perform on the court. I fucking hate them so much. It was going to be conflated and we knew it and we knew that that was going to happen and I just, I'm just happy that that is not something that gets to, gets to be said and I also believe this bubble championship was it's not lebron's hardest championship that was coming back 3-1 versus the warriors but this was yeah, yeah. one Nothing of the harder championships to win i feel ever than a regular normal year like i just think that this was a better championship i just I think, think that the bubble was was hard yeah. like you ever been in just being in quarantine and working from home that shit is difficult imagine doing <laughs> that like no I've hated this weekend, and not to compare like our lives with NBA players' lives, but just I just don't think people should underscore the mental stress of what's been going on in the bubble and how hard that was for everybody. Because if everybody could hear Paul George talk about the mental stress of it and say, yeah, we get it, well, that applies to everybody. Like That wasn't just exclusively to Paul George. Like everyone Sorry, now, breaking news. Caruso is shirtless at the podium right now. Oh, yeah, I saw it. They about to watch. They are going to leave. Where do you think they flying to? They going to LA or where are they going? Are they going to Vegas? Are they going to Miami? For the week after, not for this week at all. No, 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 no. no. He's good. He's just gonna be dr- drunk and, and doing a whole bunch of things. But I, I was, I was also thinking about like post bubble. Um, how safe or cautious are they gonna be? And I thought about this because, as you know, I went to go get a. Co- mm. Right, right, because I went to go get COVID tested, right? And you know what one of the first things I did? Thankfully, I came back negative. But one of the first things I did was look up what NBA players had COVID and then judge their performance in the bubble to see if I would be okay. And then I saw Donovan Mitchell had a bunch of 50-point games and tested positive. So I was like, okay, all right. Yeah. 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 No yeah. one sucked, except for Westbrook. Yeah, but there was, that's a, if you, he ain't doing the don't jump on his three-pointer thing. So that's a totally different story. No, nah, but he also, he also had a quad injury. So yeah, yeah. A, pre, he had a pre-existing, pre-existing condition. condition. Yeah, yeah. Like Kendrick Nunn did, but look how great Kendrick Nunn played in, in at the end of the final. He had to make up for that, though. Kendrick Nunn he had to fine. make up for that, yeah. But um, So where do you rank this bubble championship in terms of um, how hard was it to win it? In ter- in like versus a uh, regular season. Like, four? like No, no. I just mean in terms oh. of like a, reg- like a regular season championship. If coronavirus doesn't exist. I think, yeah. Okay, I think it's, 
absolutely incredibly hard just based solely on the fact that they had to stop playing and have an off season in the middle of your season yep. and to start going again. I mean, I know a lot of people give credence to the fact that oh they got they got to rest and it gives you a chance to recover, but it also takes you one hundred percent completely out of of your 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 body's framework into just getting ready to play a full NBA season. Let's remember. During this eight seeding games when the Lakers weren't even trying, people thought this team was done. People thought they had absolutely no chance. They couldn't get it going again. Every talking head Bill saying, Simmons, why, do, Stephen a. Smith, why do the Lake Yeah Skip Bayless? Why do the course, Lakers yeah. think they could just flip a switch? This team is this team is not that good. And then they go out and they lose the first game to Portland, who was on an ascending path while the Lakers seemed to be descending. They lose the first game to Portland. Everybody starts to panic even further. They can't flip the switch. Well, since then they've lost what? A total of four games after that. So I mean I guess they could flip the switch when you have the greatest player of all time. Hey, the greatest player of all it, time. It happens, the greatest but big man. Yeah. I there if if you're in any barbershop conversations, if you're in any WhatsApp groups and people try to downplay this title, just do not talk basketball with those people. Just You don't even have to be disrespectful. Just walk away. Just tell them you're not qualified for this conversation and that's okay. Yeah. Would you like to talk about politics or something? Yeah, you can switch, just you can switch to politics. Would you like to... Would you like to rant about? Would you like to rant about Minnis? Because I'm here for that rant. Like we can do that, but talk we just about can't talk basketball. Talk about that's football. Okay. There's so many other topics you could talk about. Movies, like you could be like Marvel or DC. Yeah. You could talk about anything else. Like it's okay. You don't have to be an expert on everything. That's cool. You good? And I I realized that that after game five because I I think it was like after after the comeback against the Warriors three one. That's when I decided I wasn't having any more LeBron legacy arguments. Like I'm not, I'm not just, I'm just not doing that with people anymore. Because if you still have to have the legacy arguments after that, then me and you just should be talking basketball, and that's okay. So when all of that game five rhetoric was happening, I just was exhausted no, 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 by the no, whole no, thing, and I was like, "You thinking? I can't go, I can't go through that if they lose again. I'm just not." But I, I was, just just, I that. was more so. Um, you know, like when you get to a level where amongst each other we can have that debate, right? Like amongst yeah, each yeah. other. And yeah, a, with us. Right, yeah, right, right. That debate is fine. But like you don't want to take that debate outside of it. Like you could be like, I, could, I can can't, have bro. that here, but I don't you want can't. to have that in the public sphere because it will just make me think everyone's idiotic. Like, and, I, I, and it makes you realize that that's how Kevin Durant looks at basketball. So he's saying like, I know so much more about basketball than these regular people uh, Twitter fans who have never played in the NBA. So why the fuck can't I talk about it? But that's who it? he chooses to engage. That's who he chooses to engage we, with. We, we, so we, like, we could get to him. We could get to him at the end of this because this is like I put that as the 2021 preview. But okay, so that so, is com- that is completely on. So him. for the bubble, did you feel that it was a um, a distraction from activism, from social justice um, campaigns and protests? Did you think how, like, the protests and the Blake shooting almost ended the bubble? Did you think those things took away from the NBA, um, from from the overall um, message of the NBA season or what those athletes wanted to say? Or did you think that just having these games made it so that these topics had to be discussed on national TV and people didn't just get to yada yada anymore? I thought... 
it was 100% the right thing for them to do. Um, I thought it put them on a platform, like you said, it forced people to have to have the discussion because even with the bubble going on, we saw that with the 24-hour news cycle, this stuff always dissipates. Like the riots and protests, everything began to fade away from the news eventually, especially once election coverage ramped up and you had to find things to replace it. Well, you could you could clearly see that a whole lot of a whole lot of the work geared towards social injustice kind of faded away from mainstream media. So once the Blake shooting happened, this pushed everything back to the forefront. Like once you see the signing and imaging, although those are those are very small gestures, but they still force talking points. They still had everyone talking about the issues because they put it in front of your face. NBA players, when the bubble first started, weren't even answering questions about basketball. They were strictly talking about what was going on out in the streets, what was causing that, and what you can do to change that. Even after the Lakers won the championship and and, uh, Rachel Nichols was interviewing LeBron, one of the questions she asked him was how did the time in the bubble help any social justice causes and i think it did just because they forced it to continuously be a part of the conversation whether it was with the sports community or with the community at large so i think uh it was the right thing for them to do to play i get i actually get where the other players were coming from like the Kyrie camp who was saying we shouldn't play i understand both sides of that argument but i will say this Unless you're LeBron James, if you were an NBA player and you were just at home and you were tweeting this stuff or you were no one was gonna just care. going on social media and going live, nobody was going to care as much as the Milwaukee Bucks saying we're not playing this game. And the only way the Bucks saying we're not playing this game had an effect is because they were in the bubble. Yep. Otherwise, no one would have cared at all. This would not have been a news story. No one would have um, cared about what George Hill was doing. No one would have cared about what Giannis had said and all of that. Like, they dominated a news cycle for at least a few days. And now all of those players, I feel, um, the NBA season is wrapped up. And now the next thing that's going to happen is people are going to look to what are the athletes and the players going to do now? What is going to be their focus? And they have focus on voting a lot. And I don't think that the season um, took away from those conversations. I think that, like... If anything, it's going to enhance it. And now that you have all of your athletes, I feel like now could come together and now can make um, even better, more informed decisions. And the NFL is still going on. And the NBA, I think, has outsized influence among professional athletes in America. And their influence is going to be felt more now, even out the bubble, because they will have an impact on how the NFL players, um, you know, react to any kind of, um, social justice movement that takes place over the next few months before the end of 2020. I don't even want to say it, but the, the next thing I wanted to pivot to was um, like Kobe Bryant and the idea as soon as Kobe Bryant passed away, um, people grieved during that time, are still grieving, and then said that, okay, now they have to win it because like, Kobe was a maniac when it came to winning basketball games. This was his life purpose, his life goal. And he was a Los Angeles Laker lifer, like how Wade's a heat lifer, that I think Shaq now is more so into the like a Laker life. Because there are certain things in your life, like franchises you go to, and you can As he's on. a part owner of the Kings. Huh? Yeah, he don't give a fuck, though. As he's a part <laughs> owner of the Kings. He don't give a fuck. Like, the Lakers win, the Lakers win. Like, I... 
I think like that is yeah. like that is more important. Like even the Celtics, we even make we would make fun of the Celtics that like Paul Pierce would um, they hang on to that 08 championship like it's the greatest thing in the world. But you realize like the impact Kobe had on just the team on basketball and even their like the continued reference to the Mamba jerseys, like that meant something to the Lakers. And this is like imagine they won this year of all years. Like it could have been tripped up. They were not the favorites, like we said. Like we and re- I have a, a column called Remember, but like they were not the favorites, like we said. So for them to pull this out in this year, like I just think that it's special. And you saw them reiterate the whole Kobe jobs not done thing over and over again. And for a while, like a lot of the Laker critics would say, like, are the Lakers playing with joy? And I said, like, fuck yeah, they playing with joy all the time. But they're just serious and they realize that this is that no matter what, and I think this is what the Clippers didn't get. People only care who wins at the end of the day. They don't care how you win a Western Conference Finals. Like, if anyone knows, LeBron knows. Like, you get penalized for making the finals and losing. Like, this ain't the, sh- this ain't the show. And Kobe also realized that. No. That, so, what were your uh, Kobe That actually thoughts? only happens to LeBron. Yeah, what were your Kobe thoughts going into this? Yeah, I mean, listen. Uh, everybody knows that it was... It was one of the most tragic things that I think any basketball... And it transcended basketball, really, but... I will say this, before that happened, just by being LeBron James and going to the Lakers, there was tremendous pressure on him to win anyway. Yeah. Like, there was pressure on him to win the season before, and the, the Kobe death just exacerbated what was already there, because LeBron has that pressure every year. Like, he, he, like and I think he's, he gave voice to it uh, in a press conference during this postseason when he said... You know, if all the people are there to analyze this, if they had to be in the ring or they had to be in the arena and do the things that I do, they would shit their pants every time. The man in the arena thing, LeBron coaches every playoffs, yeah. Yeah, like, that's what he faces all the time. So, I think, think, yes, it provided added motivation, but (laughs) LeBron going to L.A. created that created that pathway and that narrative anyway like that that was going to be pe- although people said in the beginning he was going to la to make movies remember I remember <laughs> this is this is a fantastic movie that he we, made we can we can go I, to I, it, let's let's go to let's go down remember remember lane because but, like, but just one more thing uh-huh. on, on the on the mamba thing like they they clearly they clearly adopted that like every shout frank vogel ended with mama mentality like it became their rallying cry we know how close LeBron was to him we know how close AD was to him and that just manifested throughout the rest of the team so for them to be able to do that to show that small gesture and to, to show that that uh Vanessa that his wife was still involved in the process because she posted about them wearing the Mamba jerseys for game five I think it was just special for the entire yeah. Laker family the whole organization that their fans and everybody so that was a great even though they forced they tried to force the moment like you said in game they five attempted the basketball didn't take away from it, the end it, result it didn't yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that was that was a misstep don't st- don't give Jimmy Butler motivation no don't give Jimmy Butler motivation but Jimmy Butler and the heat because the heat are going to be around for a while and we will get to them and the rest of the NBA yeah, the last yeah, point. Yeah. I, but I want to I want to get to remember. I mean you never want to lose but okay let's go to remember remember now remember Avery Bradley. 
remember hey, every Bradley was important. Wait, remember the Heat are not going to be able to every defend Bradley quick guards, and then because they can't defend quick guards, they will not be able to win any series because Portland was fully healthy and they can't, they can't defend uh, Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum, and the, the Lakers had LeBron James. And yeah, Nurkic, Nurkic is going to be who, the problem because he was going to draw Anthony is... Davis out the paint. And then they were gonna get abused. Remember that now? Yeah, he he was he was gonna be too big and physical for A D. Yeah. You know, everyone loves to call A D soft. Um I don't think any of these idiots knew that A D won uh MVP of a national championship game where he shot one for ten. So like if somebody you calling that player soft then I that's another time when I feel like I shouldn't talk basketball with you. But yeah, I remember that. I remember Portland Portland riding all Damian that momentum. Brad. Damian Lillard was shooting it from the other side of the court, and Doing nobody could dash. stop him. Doing you dash. had to trap him as soon as he got the ball. He was going dumb on People him. He was, was doing trying all to of that. Like the the we believe Warriors when they beat Dirk. They was referencing the oh, Nuggets the, when the Nuggets beat the Super. The poetic, Sonics. the poetic justice of 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 Melo of Melo going against yeah, LeBron, yeah. and Melo is his boy, and. This was supposed to be Melo's big get back for LeBron, not signing him and bringing him to LA. I remember all now, of that. Like, uh, re- yeah. Remember when KCP was dead? Oh for nine. Like, let's talk about that first game against Portland. KCP went <laughs> 0 for nine. He was the topic of our group for five days straight. And we now he is KC three. KCP played. KCP, I, I dedicated my head to him. Remember KCP? I didn't, I didn't know who was going to win the MVP. KCP signed from the Pistons to the Lakers for $20 million, and it was like, why? KCP is a clutch client. Are, are the Lakers setting up to go after LeBron James to have this relationship with Clutch? He is way too overpaid, and no matter what, the Lakers kept KCP on that payroll. KCP earned KC3, sorry, earned every dime of that contract. You can't talk bad about uh, KC3. You could talk bad about KCP, but not KC3. His name is KC3, and low-key, I think he should have at least been second and finals MVP. I I really wasn't sure what, what Adam Silver was going to announce because yeah. there, there was Braun. There, there was, was a tense AD, moment. I was like, was are, are they going to give it to KC3? Like, because he was, he was in there. Who knows? It could have been anyone. Say could've what you anyone. want. Uh, Big three. Just, yep. Just uh, – Back to that, back to that clutch point. Say what you will about your boy from Chicago. You ain't about to watch no LeBron documentary where his niggas ain't getting paid. And this is KCP. This ain't even KCP nobody. more money than Pippen for seven echelon. years. Anyway, <laughs> Chicago. One year, KCP. Tristan, Tom- Tristan, Tristan Thompson eating good forever, dog. There's one thing J. LeBron Smith does. LeBron takes side. care of his people. J.R. Smith was an assistant coach for the Lakers in the bubble. You hear me? Because J.R. Smith ain't do shit, but his shirt was off first. And all of that off of just being LeBron's boy. That's all that was. Hey, re- remember when, um, okay, uh, Lillard and McCollum went down, but remember they couldn't guard uh, James Harden and Russell Westbrook. How are you going to deal with them? They don't have anyone to defend them. Oh, they... Th- but it goes back to the Avery Bradley thing. They faced a torture racket by courts. Like, you go from Lillard McCollum to Westbrook and Harden, then you get Jamal Murray. None of that shit. Like, you, you was going against everybody. 
You was going against everybody who was scoring 50 in the playoffs. Oh, that's right. Never mind. They have LeBron. There's no matchup for LeBron. There's no matchup for AD. How, how that's did, why none of this stuff matters. How do we matters. let basketball people overthink it to that point? <laughs> there was no matchup. And then but, relied on the Clippers who thought got, they had a switch. Because you got to talk every day. <sighs> okay. Um, also, next Because you got to talk every day. I got I to gotta remember for you. Go ahead. Remember after game one against the Rockets when AD was going to have a problem with P.J. Tucker? Because P.J. Tucker was too tough. P.J. And Tucker put up like fucking shoe collection. <laughs> if I see one more video about how much shoes this nigga got, like, like so what? Uh, he had sneaker steel. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he, he put up 17 and 11, and AD wasn't getting the shots that he wanted, and that was going to be it. And that's when the whole AD is soft rhetoric was at its peak. Boy, they, they have to block out a lot to do this job. Like, it's amazing. I am marveling at that. I, I realized that that's why I just uh, follow Instagram gals, because it don't make no sense following the media. Um, next one. Now, uh, remember when there was not going to be enough shooting? Yeah. At the beginning, I, when it was like, it wait, looked, it kind of it looked like that for a minute against the Heat. But well, first of all, Danny Green, you know, I happy that the Lakers won just so you didn't have to like, wear that. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, like as a as a human yeah, being, right? Yeah. Like as a human being, like the Heat lose and no one has to wear that. Sh- like no one's life is like dramatically yeah. affected. Like I know they'd say like, oh, it's just a basketball game, but no, if the Lakers had lost, this was gonna affect Danny Green's life for the rest of his life. Yeah, and. Like, I'm happy that that's not a story. Like Nick Anderson. Yes, like Nick Anderson. And then that could affect the rest of his career. And, like, who fucking knows what else. But um, what was I saying? Uh, so, yeah, not enough shooting. Not enough shooting. Like, yeah, man, like, they miss it on Seth Curry. Like, the Lakers don't have yeah. the three-point shooting. Like, you see players like teams like the yeah. Heat. Like, they just find a Duncan Robinson, but the Lakers can't find a player like that. How are they going to win in this mm-hmm. new era of basketball no. three-point shooting? Remember? No. <laughs> yeah. I remember all of that. Like, how, how this team can't shoot the ball well enough. Maybe you should just zone them. They can never hit the, they can never hit the amount of shots and knock you out of his zone. LeBron can't shoot. LeBron can't None shoot. of these other players can shoot. Y'all, y'all playing Rondo and LeBron at the same time? Crazy. That's the worst lineup ever. Crazy. All the analytics nerds say that can never Where's work. Where's the shooting That's from? two people who need the ball. Fucking calculators. That's people, two people, people who need the ball, Kari. <laughs> how, how could you play? Oh, man. How could you play LeBron and Rondo? It makes no sense. Redundant skill set. Blah, 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 blah. Six for eight on Playoff Rondo. Knocking on threes. It's like, oh, Fuck like LeBron it. and Rondo Fuck play. I think we need to hit some threes, you know. All right, yeah, then. That's it. That's the whole conversation. <laughs> yeah, then. Yeah, we sh- yeah, we should do that. Uh, um, that's all you need. Uh, next, remember, wait, remember the Clippers? It's so good. They stopped playing so long ago. They oh, left man. so long ago. First of all, if Porzingis doesn't them. get kicked out, they might have losing seven to the to the Mavericks in the first round. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Luca was carrying that by himself on a bum ankle. Yeah. Like they, and that that's where people should have seen how shaky they was then, you know. But then, you know, all the Clipper bravado kicked in. Hey, Kawhi never had to be that kind of leader. Kawhi came in where he got to be the third guy, and he didn't have to do any leadership. Hey, you know Toronto, what? They had that shit in place. You know where Kawhi would have been good? With the Heat. 
Because he wouldn't have had to lead because the culture is the leader of the team. No. Yeah. You, he would have also been good in Toronto. Yeah, he would have been good in Toronto. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, remember, remember Kawhi's first choice for his running mate was Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy's like, nah, I go in Miami. Jimmy knows something about the water. Jimmy understands. Jimmy know what we know about I think, I think Jimmy was Jimmy like, Pat Bev is the all point guard. He, and Jimmy probably has the same, like, um, Russell Westbrook mentality. Pat Bev just running around, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pat Bev trick y'all. Pat like, Bear Jimmy knows the difference. Pat Bev trick y'all. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy also said there could only be one person with hair like this on this team. Like, there cannot be two of us. Yes. Like, that can only be one of our stick. And I am, I am the supremely talented one, not him. He can't do it. I'm sorry. Yep. Because I believe that Jimmy's the kind of dude where you can't have that dude in the crew causing all the shit and he can't back it up. And that's what Pac Bear yes. was. Like, look look at look at the attitude that, that Jimmy had all the heat dudes playing with, but all of them was backing that up though. Every single like, one. When when it wasn't happening when it wasn't happening in Minnesota, that's where he got frustrated. So imagine him going out there with Pat Bev. He wasn't gonna be believing in Pat Bev like how he believed in Tyler Hill. I feel like For Jimmy what? Butler's believing Solomon Hill. <laughs> it's like Solomon Hill will come in, knock down one three pointer, and Spolster will be like, "That's enough. It's good." Yeah, that's and why and I said Jimmy like, believe in that, but if the Lakers could survive the Solomon Hill minutes. I think they win. <laughs> but but he was he wasn't gonna believe in Pat Bev like that dog. Pat Bev trick y'all. Pat but Bev. Uh, to to your question, I barely remember the Clippers. Right. Because now and look how look how fast that shit could possibly fall apart because now Doc is out of it. I don't know who the next coach could be, but PG and Kawhi could opt out. Like, that could just be done as quickly as he came together. They don't have no picks until Kaizen coming out of college. So when like, what are the Clippers going to finish in the, in the West? Like, four? Because, I mean, I now I question whether the Lakers are going to go after the one seed. Because the Lakers might just say that. I don't, I don't know if the Clippers finish in, I don't know if the Clippers finish in that high. The Warriors are coming back. And I need the Warriors are back. The, Warriors the Nuggets are, are going to be better um, once they make another move. MPJ is going to be better, and the Clippers are still going to be relying heavily on Paul George. So, yeah, and and I I I don't think I think the Lakers are too smart to stand pat. Mm-hmm. I think if there's one thing LeBron knows is that you can't just run it back uh, because you I know just said everyone everyone is tooling up. I was happy for Danny Green that he is not. Um, the goat in a bad way of the series, but Danny Green needs to not yeah, be on right his team this na- next year. <laughs> like, yeah, you you could you could ride off into the sunset now. That's, like that's cool. Great job, like, Danny no Green. Thank you for everything you did, but you are going to be in the Jeremy Grant trade, and you will enjoy Danny Denver. Green. Also, also three championships, three different teams. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic career. Right out like that. Right like, out that's cool, bro. And, that's cool. And you win a, yeah. a, a championship in college, right? Yeah, yeah, he won with UNC. Tremendous career. Tremendous career. Great Winner job. Every level. And $15 million dollar contract, very movable in the NBA. It's very take, movable. Take that and ride on. Wait, it's, it's cool. Okay. So I think the Lakers definitely make a, definitely make a move. So I, I am not certain that the Clippers finish in that top five. So one more remember. But remember, Bronny still yeah. got to get cut ass, right? He's the only person... Uh, with a slight trepidation, knowing that this thing is over. Just know Bronny had gals over he, this last weekend, <laughs> just to be like, oh, be solidifying this. This this last night was probably amazing. Bronny and all kind this of TikToks with these gals. Right now. 
And then like, he's like, okay, I gotta be I don't, on Miles like, now. I, I don't follow. I don't follow him on anything. I don't know how active he was, how active he's been since that happened. But whew, after the after the initial after the initial thing wears off, I just have I to. Think, I think now LeBron goes zero dark thirty. I I just want LeBron and Savannah to make like one joke about it because it was like Bronny's birthday and they didn't make a joke. They just did happy birthday stuff. So it's like y'all could make one joke for us, dog. You could let that ride. But no, yeah, now yeah, he could yeah, be yeah. LeBron nah. is in his smoking square cigars mode. On some random island. And yeah. That's going to be it. But um, that's it for remember. I don't see, know if you have any LeBron, more remembers. Le- LeBron, LeBron knows he, he can't feed into that because the way these stupid talking heads get, then they'll start talking about something that, like, you could criticize me about basketball. Oh, yeah, you're right. They'll you're start right. Talking about like that the stuff time and when that'll he was be, like, cheering. too serious. Like, don't even give them. Yeah. yeah. Like, when he was cheering for give Bronny and then they was freaking out, like, about what kind of parent he was because he wanted his son to win. Yeah. When he, was on, when, he was on the lay, when he was on the layup line yeah. and everybody, right. that became a referendum on his parenthood. You're right. Like, you're right. You're right. Nah, I, got, I, got a good, I got a good remember. Yeah. Remember when. AD had to hit the game winner against the Nuggets, and the argument with that was the Lakers barely won that. This really should be a 2-2 series, or the Lakers should be losing. Like, that was a huge talking point. What? Like, people were looking at that Nuggets series like, here we go again. You know what I, I don't I remember, get? I, I, do, I do remember that, and Jamal Murray even said it. But you know what I don't get? If people think, if at that point that, the say, the Nuggets win that game, right? And the series is tied one to one. You don't think coming into Game Three, the Lakers take an entirely different kind of mentality and approach to the uh, mentality and yeah. approach to the game. So you can't say that but oh we should be up two two. Like no, the entire next game play come is played out completely differently if you lose a game before. And even for like this Heat series, like you can't say the Heat should have won a game that the Lakers won because the following game is going to be a reaction to what happened previously. These people don't understand determinism. That's all. I, I don't get it. Or, or, or they just don't account for any of that when it comes to LeBron. Like that's yeah, what it is. True. Look, because I've now realized that LeBron makes people fucking stupid, and yes. that's what we have to recognize. Yeah. LeBron makes people react like they're in love. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Makes you stupid. Um. Let's see what else. Okay. I wanted to play voice notes just for. I think from Ash, because I don't know if C sent us any um, voice notes. Why is Ash sending like? All right, <laughs> I'll I'll play okay. these. I didn't I, I didn't listen to any, so I didn't listen I'll to any either. For the so first time wait, do I have to take out okay. my headphones for this? I think I might have to. I'm not sure. You might. Hold on. Let's see if it plays. I want my damn respect too, bitch. Fucking goat dog. Okay, Kuzma Fuck also this. doesn't have a shirt on at the podium, and I feel like this entire team just abandoned shirts. Proven, nigga. Proven. Four you rings, play? Four friggin' rings. I want my chips with the dip. Four. We lose, we get our licks. Throw a Hail Mary, it's a pick six. Haters talking, can't tell me shit. Lakers in fucking six. Okay, did you hear that? I'm sorry. No, I I actually couldn't hear. Okay, this is that was great. It's gonna be on the pod when we edit it. You'll see. It's just Ash going off. Chara didn't send the voice note right now, but um, that's it, man. Like, 
I got nothing else. Like four rings were almost at an hour. I just the last thing I had on the bulletin board was preview 2021. So the next NBA season is all going to take place in 2021. So you know how like typically it would be mm-hmm. like for instance this championship was 2019 2020 season. No, next season is just 2021. It's nice. It's clean. It's pristine. Mm-hmm. We don't know if the world's still gonna be here. So fucking what? But that season is going to be Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving back with the Nets. Toronto retooled, probably lose Fred Van Vliet. The Celtics, I don't know what they're going to do with the Gordon Haywood contract and the draft picks with trade they're going to make. And then the Heat will be back, and who knows if the Heat are going to make a move. If the Heat stand pat right now, I think they are up three games to two versus the Nets <laughs> in the Eastern Conference Finals. And the Bucks, I think, yeah. are honestly irrelevant to this conversation. Giannis, um, I don't know what you do in the I think. I think, uh, as weird as it may be to say it, but I think if the Heat win this, they feel like they don't have to make a move yeah. because they're good enough as is. But I think losing this shows how shows you how close you are, and if you get that superstar guy, that pushes you over the top. Yeah. Like we always say, uh, like Pat Riley wants the superstar. What did Levitard and them say? They always say he he needs the whale. Like yeah. he needs to go after Shaq. He needs to go after LeBron. This shows you how close you are. If you get that guy that can shift the balance of power where Jimmy Butler doesn't have to play uh, 70 of 72 minutes, which is fucking ridiculous when you think about it, you get that guy, then, yeah, you walk back to the finals next year and you have a legitimate chance of winning that thing. And Durant is back. Like, we played an entire NBA season without Durant. Durant decided last we year's really, championship. We really have to. We really have to see what, what he looks like. Mm-hmm. We really will have to see what he looks like because there's no. I mean, as much time as there, as much time as he's had off, there's a difference between you being healthy and then you being NBA healthy. And then after you get to NBA healthy, you have to get to. I'm back to being Kevin Durant healthy. Like those are different levels. So I, I personally would like to see him get back there because I like Kevin Durant. Now, like, you know what I, I, I don't want to see someone. Because yeah, we always talk about like injury that. seasons that it'll probably is gonna take you a year and a half to be back. Kevin Durant yeah, had that luxury. No, but he had that luxury because the injury happens in June, a year from June mm-hmm. 2019 to June 2020. And then he probably doesn't have to start an NBA season until March 2021. This is going to be, like, he has a long time before he has to start playing NBA basketball. I think Kevin Durant is going to be, him and Klay Thompson are going to be back to their old selves because they have had such a long time to recover before getting on an NBA court. And now it's about, like, getting into NBA shape. And I think, like, this is a unique circumstance that we have never seen. They'd be like, oh, you were off this long, but you only missed one actual mm-hmm. calendar NBA year. And I think, like, that's Well, Clay is, back in pr- mm-hmm. Clay is back in practice already. Clay also has a Nerf endorsement, which I feel like is the greatest endorsement in the NBA. Yes. Like, I don't even know anybody else that has yes. that. Yeah. He was just sitting there with, with shades on saying how he's excited to go and play with his Nerf gun. Yeah. It's just amazing. Like, yes. what are you doing, Clay Thompson? But he, he's back. He, I, I'm looking forward to the Brooklyn thing because, well, what do they do with Karis LeVert? Is Karis LeVert still going to be their third guy or are they moving Karis LeVert? Kyrie Irving is saying this dumb shit like we're coaching by committee and not saying that it's Steve Nash and John. So anybody could coach on any given any given day. One day Garrett Temple may coach. I don't know. Like 
That's that's what's happening there. I don't know what's going to happen with Brooklyn. The West is going to be the typical ridiculous torture rack that you got to run through, and it it's it's only getting worse. Like nobody in the West is really falling off. People are getting better. Like you you might have to win fifty games just to be a part of this thing. Yes, to even be in the conversation for people to take you seriously. That's what it's gonna take. That's what it's going to take. Yeah, like, like everything else is going to be, how are you, if you're not top five in the West, how are you even going to really compete when it comes down to like those playoff moments? And now, like when you, I know you, you talked about like um, Karis LeVert and Spencer Dimity. At some point, it's going to come down to Anthony Davis is going to play the five and LeBron is going to play the four. And then what the fuck are you going to do? What is your team going to do mm-hmm. in that moment? And. Well, it depend it depends on your team's roster construction and what other moves the Lakers make. Like, I love the fact that when Danny Green missed that three, uh, Buddy posted the eyes to Twitter, and we all know what that. We meant. all know what that. Like, <laughs> Buddy's been Buddy's been campaigning to get out of Sacramento so hard. He posted the eyes after that. I think there was. There, there was something happened in the Dallas game where he posted eyes then because uh-huh. like he he lives oh, in Dallas yes, in the yes, off yes, season. Yes. Like so, I remember like, we were saying like Mark Cuban come get us right now. Like yeah. yeah, and then and then when all the news about Doc Rivers going to the Clippers uh broke, and whenever there's a trade rumor about Buddy going, to, I mean sorry, Doc Rivers going to the Sixers broke, mm-hmm. and whenever there's a trade rumor about Buddy going to the Sixers, he's liking it on Instagram and on Twitter, just feeding into it. So. My big wish outside of all the typical stuff is I need Buddy and Aiton to be a part of the playoff stuff because I got a taste of it when the Suns went 8-0 in the bubble and they were almost there. I just wanted them to be a part of it. I need them in. I need Buddy to play for a good team to be a part of this. Rob Palenka, we know Rob Palenka was his agent. Come get us. I mean... Come get us, dog. That's how this thing works because if that happens... Get a shooter. If you got the if you got the NBA three point champion taking those shots that Danny Green was taking, and then Avery Bradley back, <laughs> and then Avery Bradley coming back for defense. Hey, but like we say all this and like because the NBA offseason is gonna be probably in December. The draft is November, I believe, eighteenth or nineteenth. We will probably not yeah. see professional basketball back until March. And that's where we are. So, like, relish this. The Lakers are going to be champions for a while. Like, you are going to have to hear I, LeBron I'm so, for a while. I'm so happy is all they have to talk about. Because the minute the minute uh, game five happened and they lost, you know what I said? Whew, I'm so happy this happened on a Friday. Because yeah. you didn't yes, have to go through have the to hear cycle it. of yes. any of all that talking bullshit. And by the time everyone came back on Monday, I knew game six would have already happened. So there was no opportunity for them to do that they shit. So the, now, they couldn't even you talk have, the Danny You can't shot. talk about him passing. Yeah. All you can do is talk about legacy, all they four do finals, three, uh, four finals, three different teams. Like Four finals, four finals MVP, three different teams, establishing everyone else's career and legacy. Um, Bring in happiness to three different cities. Better than Jordan. That's all I got. Better than Jordan. <laughs> Six rings. Bro. So dead. He did that all with one team. One team. And a watered down. Look league. at all that continuity. No easy it is with continuity. Get out of here. Tim Duncan almost had six continuity. Didn't even have to worry about corner threes. You know what I'm saying? I didn't hear with that.
talk about call music. Anyway, I'm done. End Please. of podcast. <laughs> done. Yeah, alright. Alright. Y'all, y'all stay woke. Enjoy uh, this latest championship. We will. Yeah.